This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. This is a three-times weekly audio show looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday for this, the flagship show with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes irreverent but always informative hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a Blue Monday. Dave, how's things in Amsterdam in that brothel that you're in? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. Really good, considering I'm in my, I don't know, other room in the house. Yeah, you got, it's you all got right, red mate. curtains. Yeah, yeah. We look like we could be, like, you could be pilot and I could be co-pilot. Thanks, Landing. For, doing, thanks for doing it that way around. So, uh, yeah, this oh, is the second oh. week of the YouTube podcast. So, obviously, you can now get the podcast um, earlier on YouTube, probably, I don't know, a few hours early. We normally record on Sunday afternoon. Um, so if you are on Acast or iTunes, you may be missing out on some wonderful visual treats. And we're going to start a crowdfunder to buy Dave a lamp, though. Yeah, no, um, there is a reason. There is a reason for that. Uh, Christmas tree in the lounge. Obviously, 12th night gone. Christmas tree dumped. Tiffany lamp back in there. Ah, so we'll have the yeah. lamp next week. Oh, no, no, no. Tiffany lamp back in there. You're, no. You're oh, it was never in there in here, the mate. first place. Never oh, in the okay. first place. It was just temp- temporary. Temporary. Um, temporary. Dave, so we need to we need to deal with Fulham, but then yesterday felt slightly symbolic, didn't it? Um, I think so it did, ben. we'll try and get through Fulham nice and quickly, and then get on to yesterday. He says, reaching for the pad that's never where we want to be. So we go to Fulham, Dave, on Tuesday in the midst of this kind of injury crisis with this terrible, terrible record against Fulham. Um, Expectations before the game? Low. (laughs) Low. Let me go through the team. So Fulham, we're getting quite familiar with these faces for Fulham as well, aren't we? Yeah. Well, we We, played them when we, we played them. We played them in April, didn't we? Quite late last season. Obviously, the home game in September. So, you know, three times in virtually eight months now. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, three um, three spankings. Defeats. <laughs> um, so Bettinelli in goal, Fredericks right back, Adoy and Ream centre backs, Sessignon left back, Norwood, Johansson and Kearney. So your favourite McDonald, not there, but Norwood's still a pretty decent player. Um, sure. Up front, Ojo, my new least favourite player ever, Abubake Camera, and AK forty seven. Oh God, he is, isn't he? Branding. He is. Yeah. 
Um, Brandon. Floyd Aite, left back. So for Ipswich, we were very pleased to hear that Cole Skews came back. So <laughs> quite a strong team, actually, Dave. Uh, uh, so Barton yeah. goal, Nudson left back. Dave at right back. <laughs> Do it properly. Spence. What's, what's, what's the uh, what's the middle sil- what's the middle syllable of suspension? Pants. <laughs> Go on. Okay. Move on. Um, you don't attach the S to it. No, you want me to move on, don't you? Um, yeah. Centre backs Chambers and Tommy Smith. Dave, his first start in forever. It's great to see him getting back into the team for a now regular run of appearances. Yeah, right until on, the Tom. end of the season. Be a stalwart between now and the end of the season. Was it? I think it was his first start since. Was it Leeds? Away. Uh, no, he didn't start at Leeds away. It was Birmingham oh, at home. First day of the season, wasn't it? Oh, blimey. Yeah, that, okay. I'm pretty sure about that. Um, yeah, you probably are, right? Usually are. Um, could be wrong. Uh, Connolly and Skews holding midfield. It's so good to have Skews back. Um, a lot of Skews love when he was missing. Selena left of the three. Waghorn in the middle. Ward keeps his place, as we suspected, to the right. Um, Garner, the one up front, the battering ram. Dave, let's not go through... Um, Forensically, because we do want to get onto FA Cup stuff. And yeah, just sorry, just about the starting lineup quickly. Did we not? Did we not start four four two? Really? No. 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 Same usual. Sorry, I made a note here. It was. I take it all back. Yeah, of course you're right. It was his first appearance since Cardiff away. <laughs> I should remember that, shouldn't we? Oh, he started, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that that game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bouncy one. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, look, Dave, I can sum up the first 43 minutes and I'm going to yep. hand over to you for the goal. So yep. Fulham were on top for most of this, but this was typical Ipswich this season under McCarthy where they gave away possession, they gave away territory, they gave yep. away chances, but Bart only made one real... He made a real good save with his feet um, from... Oh God, one of any of their five amazing forwards. <laughs> and there was one instance, Dave, where... Um, I think it was Kamara smashed across in Spence cleared and it just went over the bar. So my read on the first 43 minutes was that, yes, it was in the main Fulham attacking and having the ball. But yeah. typically they didn't create um, major chances going ben, into the, the halftime quickly, of the goal. Compare it to, because you were there, compare it to Derby away. Admittedly, Derby away slightly different. We scored in about five minutes. Connolly scored, but similar sort of possession and attack and chances no because because of the different ways that fulham and derby play no i totally take it's a really good question but yeah fulham when we were against derby we looked comfortable because derby derby more direct more direct yeah yeah they don't move the ball around like fulham do and of course the thing with fulham is if you i don't know if you mark aite um session comes shooting outside him if you mark Kearney, Johansson goes past him. If you mark uh, Ojo, Fredericks comes past. They've always, they're all so comfortable on on the ball. And um, I heard a really good comment about that. Literally every one of them can dribble as well. Yeah, yeah. So we we looked a lot more at risk purely because of the way they play. But yeah, it's a fair fair point. But the pattern really for the first half, you can compare to Derby. You just swap the goal at the start. So having been under the cosh and pouring down with rain, we do... We do get to the goal. Do you want to take the goal on 44? Yeah, I will. Um, just quickly, I mean, before that, were there signs, though? I mean, was that, for instance, our very first attempt as such? Or um, So, 
Fulham had a little faff about at the back trying to split the centre halves and Selina nearly stole through. Waghorn chased onto a couple of things. And it was okay. um similar to I can't can't think of another one of the games Waghorn set up the goals where I was like, Oh come on, Waghorn, sort your sort your set plays out where we, we wasted a couple of chances. But yeah, we didn't yeah. oh. we didn't play through them at all. Must be Derby but... actually. Derby at home. They weren't great for the first two or three and then yeah, he got yeah. the got it right, didn't he? Um I mean the goal, I mean I I, I don't know, it was, it was a free kick, it was a foul actually on Ward, which ultimately um um meant he went off and Sears came on just before half time, for which we now understand there's a slight tear in the groin which pfft, that could be, again, that could be anything. Usually with our injuries, a slight tear in the groin means a complete bloody rupture and needs an operation. Or something. You know what I mean, though? Some of the luck we've had. So he was off, Sears was on. So that was obviously a couple of minutes delay. And yeah, 45, uh, it's the delivery again, Ben, isn't it? From wide, wide right, in swinger, left foot, into that, I know I always say that, corridor of uncertainty. And brave from Waghorn, isn't it? It's just brave from Waghorn. I'm sorry, Waghorn. He has a bravery kick. Brave from Garner just gets in where the boot, well, the boots are flying and um, just gets in there. Gets pretty looks like he's going to get cleared out by Carson, but beat Carson. Not great goalkeeper, I suppose. Beats Car- beat Carson to it and nods it in from six yards. Great delivery, great header. Uh, Bettinelli, we're now playing Fulham. Did I say Carson <laughs> twice? Did I say Carson twice? Did I? <laughs> yeah. Bettinelli there. Carson was obviously in goal for the the other one. Garner scored for the combo against Derby, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, there's not much more to add to that other than I looked through literally from Dave the second goal against Sheffield Wednesday. Waghorn has either scored, assisted. Then two of the other three were his free kick being parried for Connolly against Forest and yeah. his corner being flicked on against Reading. Literally 10 out of, I think, 10 out of 11 goals, he either scored, assisted or kind of indirectly assisted. So he's yeah, become he's, very important. Uh, he has become an important player. So there was a bit of a reshuffle, I guess, ward off, Sears on. I mean, from that point of view, OK, so we get to half time, 1-0 up. Um I mean, from that point of view, did it mean a reshuffle or was it like for like, really? No, it was, it was like for like. So, yeah. um, and to be honest, I thought Mick might, you know, he was definitely going to start one of Ward and Sears and I yeah. mean, just for the, yeah. just for the running pattern, the defensive stuff. But, um, I mean, I got some, I got some stick on YouTube, but I thought it was a decent away performance. I mean, a lot of people come back and say, look, how is this fun just setting up to, stop Fulham for 45 minutes and nicking a goal but you can't you can't get you we're not going to never going to go toe-to-toe with Fulham because they're just going to play through us and you know Christ it could end up four or five one uh, but, uh, but yeah, you, you're just not going to. You know, a team like us just can't go toe to toe with Fulham. I don't think there's many teams that can. Can you Wolves aside perhaps in that division? Wolves, Brentford. Oh yeah, Brentford. Good. Yeah, yeah. good shout perhaps. Um, but very few can. Um, like I don't think Derby away, we wouldn't have gone toe to toe with Derby. Didn't got the result. So so anyway, so Ward off, Sears on one nil up at half time, and I, I I texted you and said Ben Derby away, and you said oh yeah, let's hope so. Could well be. And then, so from you, first 10 minutes, second half. Comfortable. Um, comfortable. Fulham, Fulham starting to get frustrated. There were some boos in the, away, in the away end at half time. And di- slightly different pattern. We were, we were less being pegged back in that first 10 minutes of the second half than we were in the whole of the first half. Well, and then, and then we have the, the incident. And again, that looks like a really good break for us. Sears running down the right. Looks like we're getting players, well, players forward. Well, certainly our right back was getting forward. And um, <laughs> and he just gets taken out by Cameron. It's, no, he gets, he's, okay, it's a shoulder barge, but he just gets taken out. And 
that is a foul. And here and now, can I have my little rant? Mm. This this is so he was taken up probably just about an area where I sit every other week at Portman Road. And linesmen, I still sorry, old fashioned, I can't call them they're not fit to be called assistant refs in my <laughs> opinion. Linesmen, they don't make a decision. They just will not make a decision. They react. They react to decision. Unless it's a unless it's a uh, a throw in or maybe they're given a corner. of the time, linesmen, any slightly contentious decision other than a throw-in corner, they just won't flag. They'll react to the ref every single time. Is it to do with their headsets and stuff? Is it it a different job than you or I are are used to now? Are they talking through what they're thinking and if well maybe know. so but come on it's, it's obvious and it's obvious you know that, that and and you 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 nailed it i think in your vid afterwards when you said you know this doesn't happen so you know if we get the what is correctly a free kick balls put down everybody moves up the pitch what happens next in the next five seconds doesn't happen we're still one nil up it's well that was very, frust- very frustrating i mean you i never i never really heard you be so animated about anything other than you know that that was in your vid afterwards, you were proper, proper. Well, Dave, I don't just want to... When, when we're doing the YouTube stuff, and check out the video for the Fulham, um, Benjamin Bloom on YouTube, um, you don't want to come over all Arsenal fan TV. Robbie, Robbie, I'm fed up, Robbie. Do you know what I mean? You want to try yeah. and be a little bit um, yeah. reasoned. But I was just so infuriated. And what I would advise anyone to do is read the comments um, and to see... Because a lot of Fulham fans agreed with me. Agreed. Yeah, they did. A lot disagreed. A lot disagreed as well and said that um, camera, it was a fair shoulder challenge. It was a hard, it, it, I can sort of, uh, to my mind, it was a foul. I mean, the thing is, Sears was running at full pelt and he, he just caught him shoulder and he's going to go. So maybe it looked worse than it was. In my mind, it's a foul and 90, 99% of the time that would be given as a foul. Um, but then what happened next? It's just no excuse and it cost us a game. I mean, again, had 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 it, had it, been called a foul we moved up the pitch 11 against 11 they may well have played through us eventually and, and got and scored a couple but you know what happened next is just well well that was my so out of character that was my contention too and um on the uh, cottage talk podcast i mean they disagreed they said no it looked like spence had already lost his head i i disagree with that but we believe in free speech but dave i looked at the um i looked at the laws and for a shoulder charge I think there's two or three factors. It has to be shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder. It yeah. can't be with excessive force, obviously, because any excessive force in any challenge mm-hmm. is a foul. Um, mm-hmm. And you have to be in a position to play the ball. So I can leave you off the ball, and I just can't see how it that's not a foul. No way he was in a position to play the ball then. No chance. No way. But um, but anyway, look. And what we happened. agree on is it's a definite red card after that. That that. Nice. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And it's, it's, it's our, our mate Spence, who um, we love. And it's completely out of character. You know, we, we've, we've spoken about him, on, you know, we've spoken about it before when he's been interviewed and stuff. And he's quite, you know, comes across really quite a bright guy, quite eloquent, you know, speaks well. But it's just bizarre, wasn't it? Dave, I was sat in the Riverside. Um, I think wow. we, in the Riverside stand along, uh, yeah, right, yeah. right behind the linesman, similar to where you yeah. would sit at, at Ipswich. Yeah, yeah. I could see his face when he, when he made was it one of them oh he lost it he completely yeah. he completely yeah he totally just lost the plot for two seconds or but whatever even then even then i didn't i didn't sort of really appreciate it. so this was this was 54. i mean i think that makes it more perhaps more galling for me and again you can't a right one right doesn't make a wrong and vice versa it was the same ref that keeps stroud that missed the and again with, with me and you had a little bit of uh, contention over this one it was the same ref keeps stroud that missed the leuven's 
and the Goldbrick oh, right. Sheffield Wednesday home game, which again, okay, we think we thought at the time, perhaps you thought at the time he was um, he was uh, he was unsighted, but yeah, perhaps if there, there was a need for that. Was tomorrow night, isn't that VAR? The, um, that would be interesting. The Brighton Palace thing tomorrow um, night. I think. Can I can I give Stroud a pass and say the linesman has got to furiously yeah. wave his flag for re- the absolutely. first title? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I I agree. Um, but then, you know, they don't. Okay, then Selena. So he makes a tactical. Selena off right, offer it right back. Wag Waghorn drops back, which is yeah, would certainly seem fair enough. Fair enough to me. And then we hold on for another ten minutes. I mean, again, is it is it is it back to the wall for those well, 10 minutes or not what, really? What happened is the um, the ref and the linesman, um, you watch your US sport, don't you? Made a yeah. series of makeup calls. So Piazon yeah. falls down in the area, gets booked for diving. The next um, time Reem and Garner go up for the ball, Reem gets a yellow card. So uh, they the, the officials lost it then for the next 10 or 15 minutes. And I, I always say, you know, he doth protest too much. You know, why, why, why are you doing that? If you know that, if you're happy with the decision you made and get on with it. Yeah. Referee the game. Get on with it. And, and again, we need to, we need to preface all these comments by saying, yes, Ipswich are capable of stuffing it up themselves. I just don't like when they're not helped by mismanagement of a situation by the officials. Ipswich are more than capable of doing that themselves. But I think there was some perhaps slight outside influences on Tuesday evening. But there you go. Well, let's go to the um, Fulham equaliser. So you're right, Dave, they hold on for about 15 minutes. And then it's the, um, a bit of a fortuitous way the ball ends up. Horrible goal, wasn't it? Yeah, Sessignon starts the move. I mean, how did he look? I mean, did he look... He was, I mean, obviously, he when, was, it, when it went down to 10, a bit more freedom, probably. Yeah, well, what happened was he was quieter than um, at Portman Road, where him and Cabano were having a lovely old time, lovely. weren't they? <laughs> but you're totally right. What happened when um, the red card went in? We went nine behind the ball, and him and Fredericks were obviously told by Jukanovic, right, bomb, don't bomb, defend anymore. Bomb. Yeah, yeah bomb, so bomb. they they basically had yeah. two extra men. And they're good enough to move the ball and get them in, aren't they? Yeah, Sessignon starts the move, moves at left to um, to our friend Camera, um, continues his run in the box. Camera crosses, it's a weird one, he sort of crosses it to the far post. I'm not sure if Cabano's going for goal there, but he sort of keeps <laughs> the ball alive. He's going for line. goal, Dave, yeah. It's an odd one, isn't it? And now, that was a bit it, yeah. lucky, wasn't it? It just spins up. And um, to be fair, OK, Sessignon is... Um, Session on has followed his, his original ball in the box and he sort of heads it in from six yards. And that's a soft one. It sort of bounces between, I think, Knudsen and Bart, doesn't it? It's a, it's a horrible goal, really. Just a horror, isn't it, that one? But yeah, that yeah, sort you, of thing. You, yeah. you nailed it, Dave. And um, at that <laughs> point, they've been playing up against it in the pouring down rain. It's and... just going to get worse, isn't it? It's yeah, going to well, get worse. You can go again because all yeah, the... no, this is my, again. I, I, this is I, my I, pad, Dave. The next four items are all goals, so... Yeah, I mean, Norwood again. I mean, that's not, he's, that's not a bad um, replacement for McDonald, is it? He's a good player. He can move the ball and stuff. You know, good passer. Gets his head up. Wide to Kenny. Slips in Cabano. Right side of box. Turns it back across to Norwood. And this is un- this again, it's unlucky. Norwood has a shot blocked from about eight yards and it hits Kamara. So the ball just turns around and is in front of him. Left foot finish from about, what, six yards? No chance anyone there. Can I have a um, rant, oh, Dave? Can I have a rant? rant. So yeah. this guy, who's the pantomime villain, um, just got uh, involved getting Spence sent off, scores a rebound from six yards. He runs off with more arrogance than Maradona did after he oh, scored that second that. goal. Backflip and everything. Wind your neck in sunshine. Yeah. And then uh, the next goal's the best one. It's yeah, you can appreciate the third one. Uh, it's ridiculous from Kenny in the area does it um 
he's played and he drops drops his shoulder initially past Smith, I think. But then the next bit of skill is just crazy. Sort of <laughs> sort of left foot on top of the ball and drags it to the byline, and then with his with his right foot, I think it is, um, pass sort of puts it across the across the goal line. It looks like inside bar. It's an odd one. So inside bar and. Again, Sessignon's right on the far post and taps it in from about six inches. It's, it's ridiculous skill. And you it can't touch Dave, it. it is a shot. The, the dink is clearly a shot. Oh, no, no, no. And it I goes think it across the yeah. goal, doesn't it? Yeah, but the, 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 well, initially, you can't touch him when he does that in the box. It's a pen, so. And that was, and then, oh, hang on. What's this? Oh, four minutes later. Four, Carry on. Oh, it's horrid, isn't it? And who else but Kamara again? Um, wide right. I'm sorry, wide left. Cuts inside, across edge of box. I think it's a massive deflection off Smith, I think. Off his back, deflect, I think, Dave. Yeah. Flex for flexing past Bart, no chance. So, 4-1 is just ridiculous at that stage. Um, I suppose the one noteworthy spot of the night is shock horror without any reserve football. But, again, I suppose managers are to tie. Luke Hyam on for Connolly on 82nd, 82nd minute. Um, who'd, I think, been down for his second lot of treatment, I think. So, I think yeah. wisely Mick gave the hook at that point. It's just some refereeing yeah. stuff left over. So Garner um, takes a yellow right at the end. He'd been, uh, bless him, he has such a hard job sometimes, that bloke. Yeah. He's, as the ball booted up to him in the pouring rain with He's, the officials you know seemingly against him. When when I heard sort of sending off, it went to that, I was sending off at Craven Cottage. I thought it could be, no, it could, say, could be a game changer. This is how Sky, sport, Sky said it. it, could be a game changer. Sending off at Craven Cottage. I looked at Kieran, my lad, and said, Garner. <laughs> but again I draw you back I, know. I draw you back to the Robbie Savage comparison if you hear Robbie yeah, Savage yeah. on 606 he always says I got booked 102 times and never got sent off because I was he used to playing off, that way but not to cross, and Garner's, to cross that line Garner's the same he knows he knows what he's doing he knows when he's being yeah. overly physical and he knows when he's getting away with a ref the other thing though yeah. um, Waghorn, did... Waghorn has a really naughty one on Capano where ah. it's, it's a fair it's a fair tackle because he knows he's getting the ball but he just really cleans him out and then Cabano really like two hands jumps into him and shoves him and you're thinking if that yeah, had been on. in the 55th minute even it up yeah that would have been the Does, makeup call wouldn't it doesn't um doesn't Chambers pick one up for a bit of a childish throws the ball down in disgust type after, one. after we'd run a free kick <laughs> yeah um so yeah two bookings uh, in 25 minutes yeah um so Dave right talk to me about because I actually, um, and I'm always getting stick on YouTube, um, I got a bit of stick for being standing up for the team because I actually thought, look, 1-0 at halftime, great. Mm. They got let down by Spence in with some mitigating circumstances. A lot of people were unhappy with the collapse, but I maintain if you're at that game, that, uh, that you know, it's a guy like punch yeah, drunk, I know he's punch drunk down, boxer, you know. Down. It's pouring with rain. It's a miserable evening. I mean, you can just sit there. Ben, they shouldn't concede four in seven minutes, though. Sorry, four in seven. All right. Say we lose 4-1. That happens in the 54th minute, and we we lose 4-1 over 90 plus four or whatever it is. But, sorry, four in seven minutes ain't great, though, Ben. I think that's perhaps what people were more getting upset about. Not that we know what Fulham can do. And as I said before, even without the, even without the sending off, Perhaps Fulham different to Derby, who Derby perhaps on the night I think you said just didn't have a plan B and played into our hands. Yeah, you agreed. know Fulham plays. Fulham wouldn't change their style. Fulham would play, 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 play. Um, so that's what I think perhaps got people's goats more than anything. Just conceded four in seven minutes. Just sorry, that shouldn't happen. But. I just think Dave, there was a lot of players on there that that did their job well in that game yeah. that can come off the pitch and go well. 
Okay. Who would you? I mean, we always give a town. Who would you give our best player to? <laughs> um, well, I, on the video, I gave it to Smith just on the basis it was nice to nice to see him back, and he got through the game without you know any. The, the problem is that we were defending for the whole game, so you have to yeah. kind of give it to a defender. And Conley and Skews, as often happens, um, got back onto the top of the centre back, so it was a lot of last ditch stuff. But you're like you said, other than that, you know calamitous period where they're piling on three midfielders three forwards and two fullbacks you know it's like man united under ferguson just like and and their best player um well i mean kenny did the brilliant bit of skill i, I always like fredericks the, the, the right back, back. um johansson was really good and johansson was the one who played the most consistently across the across the whole game but kenny did the damage when it went to 10 men yeah, I mean, we didn't. We, yeah, I, I, I didn't expect anything there, but it's, it's just a shame. It's just the manner of the, you know, the overall manner of defeat and how it all, how the match sort of, you know, contrived to turn out. It's just, it's just a horrible night, really, isn't it? Okay, you know? Dave. I think we've done it. It says 23 minutes up here. So, yeah. can, have you got me a bit of a championship roundup before yeah, we get? Yeah, just for the main. Before main we get on yeah, I mean, the... I mean, Wolves, Wolves roll on three 0 over Brentford. Three second half goals. Um. Uh. So then. <laughs> They're now uh, 12 points clear at the top, 14 points clear at third. And I did I did a ben, Benjamin Bloom bit of extrapolation. 26 games, 61 points. A nice round 108, Ben. Ooh. <laughs> think they get 100? Should... Sorry? Do you think they'll get 100? I think they probably will. Is there any sign of them? They just well, signed this guy. Apparently, they just signed this guy, Mir, this, this forward, who probably Real Madrid were after. Yeah, at like one minute past. When we talk about transfer strategies, this like happens at one minute past midnight on January the January yeah. the first. But they mean go. I think they mean business, mate. They mean business. Um, I was hoping they'd get a victory yesterday to postpone the game in two or three weeks' time, but they've got they've gone to a replay, so that's I suppose reasonable news anyway. Um, Derby one, Sheffield United one, Leon Clark's fifteenth, and um, Cardiff fourth defeat on the spin, lost two one at um, lost two one at uh, at QPR. Um, Warnock's worst run as a manager in nine seasons, mate. Wow. And this is this. What about this one? Um, you like this? Villa five, Bristol City nil. Where did that come from? Uh, the, so re- the recesses of Lee John. He's capable of it, Dave. Best <laughs> <laughs> second defeat. Um, our opponents next week who were covering a little while, remaining sixth, nil nil. So that was their second. Um, they lost 1-0 to Birmingham over the weekend, over the mid- New Year weekend, but drew 0-0 with Forrest, So, And um, disappointingly, bloody little... Little, little plaster on the, the parachute. parachute. Yeah, yeah um, Millwall uh, 2-1. Millwall won up at half-time. They're taking seven points from nine over Christmas. Just two points behind us. Being down at half-time. Um, although the games... I did a little bit on the games they've got leading up to us. I thought, what have they got coming up? So <laughs> Dave, they'll, they'll call you me. obsessed. They'll call I mean, you obsessed. Well, I know. I just like the, you know... Um, they got some. They got some iffy ones. They've got Bristol City away next week, followed oh. by Sheffield United at home, Brentford away, Borough at home, Derby away. All before Ooh, they play us. Nasty. So, yeah. No guarantee they'll be above us, but anyway. And um, if any, if anyone can tweet us with the reference I just did with that ooh nasty from a eighties kids TV show, um, tweet us in and win yourself a prize. Okay. Yeah, ooh nasty. Um, okay. Right, Dave. We've got to get onto this kind of seismic symbolic. <laughs> few days right but first of all um before we get to this press conference um i've spoken to my lawyers and they've suggested that you need to issue a public apology to me on this forum for your comments uh re kiefer moore so when i met kiefer moore 
you said that he walked away sheepishly because I was, quote, a weirdo and a stalker, okay? And it's yeah. since transpired that he might have been sheepish for different reasons. So, first of all, um, yeah. would you like to make the apology on air? No, can I just make a point? I think, <laughs> no, I think, uh, no, I think up to that point, right? Up to that point, I think he had every intention of staying, but you just clearly frightened him off. <laughs> so, no, uh, so we uh, yeah, now know apology. why Kiefer was sheepish, yeah? Yeah, we, we do know that. Yeah, you were saying, oh, Kiefer, lo- really looking forward to seeing you back up front with Garner, mate. Yeah, he. There was something. There was more to that than meets the eye, wasn't it? So right. I've got the timeline yeah. for you, Dave. So um, Rotherham say they're going to bid. A Bradford mm-hmm. then get linked. In mm-hmm. comes Big Balls Peter Peterborough chairman Darren McAntony, who says that they had their bid accepted, but they couldn't um, because of FFP pay the wages offered by somebody else, which is apparently close to. £10,000 per week and that person was Moneyball Barnsley who have offered 750000 Um Is more a, a Moneyball type player, Dave? <laughs> well, I suppose 13 goals in however many appearances would, would say he is. Um, and um, under, under, underappreciated to the age of 25 as well. Yeah. That's yeah, Moneyball, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, um, and you know they're gonna they're gonna start. You're gonna think they're gonna start throwing some money about. I mean, hopefully it's three calls a million if that is right. Um, with um, with suitable add-ons if he does the business with Barnsley. But Dave, what I want to know from you is what do you think about the whole thing? How the whole thing's been handled, given that a potential asset possibly we don't know and there's been lots of uh, we had some excellent debate with Richard and Noel on Twitter as you know you, you don't really know whether he's going to do it at championship level there's a lot of evidence to say that he he's a good player um how do you think I the think, whole thing's been handled in, in respect of a potential it. asset just being discarded yeah, for cash handled it quite well I mean the thing is um it's an odd one isn't it because if he, if he came back I mean clearly we're taking the decision to sell so he's got him back um uh, clearly, so we take that decision. So, got him back. I don't risk an injury. He can't play. If, if we're going to sell him, he can't play for us. If it, well, he, sorry. If we, yeah, we can't. Um, unless I guess we sell him to Rotherham. We couldn't sell him to anybody else under that oh, two, two club, club rule, rule. for okay. this season anyway, for the rest of the season. So, I guess from that point of view, it sort of makes sense. And um, yeah, and for once, why shouldn't we? If, if we intend to sell him, why shouldn't we enter into a and you know get set, set up an auction for him? Um, and what do you think to the argument that a lot of people were making um, if we were bidding for the second top scorer in League One that this would be a good thing? Um, yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing. We saw him. We saw him at the end of last season, and he wasn't. He wasn't. Oh, he's, he was. All, he was awful. He's obviously yeah, improved. Though. So you know, but he's gone to League One. Um, he scored goals. Is he now coming back full of confidence thing? Yeah, I can do it as a league. All right, he did a bit of yoga. And I Dave, yes, um, I can do it in a league. Uh, Noel's argument on Twitter was, well, we only saw him for 148 minutes in a rubbish team, you know, yeah. playing badly. So maybe but, we don't yet have a big enough sample size to but, say that he's not going to make it at championship level. The manager said he's not going to play in front of Ghana. He's not going to play in front of Waggon. What's the point? There you go. OK, speaking of the manager... Um, this was my favourite press conference of the season. That was the nerdiest thing I've ever, ever said. But um, this press conference on Friday was, um, there were just three times. I must admit, I watched it in the bath. I do tend to watch. I got the day off on Friday. So get in the bath, you know, get the hot water on early and yeah. watch that. There are a few times, Dave, where like, I don't know, this face. 
And my jaw oh. kind of my jaw kind of hit in the floor. That's your surprise. That's your shock face. So quickly, Dave, I think you've dealt with this, but mixed quote on Kiefer Moore. Um, I could tell yesterday when he trained, there's a lot of interest in him, and I think his head is elsewhere, and I think he'll probably end up elsewhere. And then a little dig at the fans saying, well, I remember him getting um, yeah, jeered pelt. and ironic cheer when he headed the ball. So your thoughts on those comments on Moore? Yeah, that's pretty much what I, you know, pretty much what I said. If he, it seems like he has come back. He's obviously seen him in training. Um, and yeah, he's not saying he's not contributing in training, but it just seems disinterested and he doesn't really want to be here. So if a player, he's an asset. We sold, we, we bought him for 10 grand a year ago. Okay, reportedly going to sell him for 750,000. It's pretty good business, isn't it? Yes, depends what you do with the money, but that's going to well, <laughs> yeah, so. that's going to come later, isn't it? Um, on the wonderful manly Bartosz Bielkowski, Mick says um, he is on a list of six at Crystal Palace and completely throws Evans under the bus here. Um, when asked about a figure, he said, um, "Wait a minute, I don't decide the figure; it's a figure that Marcus is happy with." What do you, what do you think about that comment? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of yeah, it's a bit of pitching him out there, isn't it? Apparently, um, they were linked with when I, when I said Palace, he was on their list of six. I thought, oh, like six transfer targets, but they're six goalkeepers. Yeah, six goal, six goalkeepers, and Apparently I think you're going to mention on. yeah the Hetafi goalkeeper. Is that who they're going for? I didn't, I didn't know who it was, but yeah, apparently they've been linked. They've been heavily linked, and apparently it's moved on a bit with the Hetafi. Is it with the Spanish? I'm not keeper. sure. Um, one of our Scandinavian correspondents tweeted. Okay tweeted us and said that i mean it's all a little bit of hearsay i mean you know as far as we, we did this a bit last week as far as um, you know my point and i'm sure you're the same on bart he's 30 he's been brilliant for us player of the year two seasons running um deserves a shot at, at prem doesn't he yeah okay um, can't argue with that and we said and we got it pretty but we said last week fee and we said between three and five million about right isn't it yeah um this one was very revealing dave so um, just in terms of the kind of transfer strategy. So he was asked about players coming in. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And we've got the Connor Goldson link again, but exactly yeah. the same answer he gave in summer of, oh, well, Brighton need him. And if they don't need him, we'll we'll go for him. But then this quote, Dave, um, yeah. if anybody leaves and we can get somebody else in to help in terms of loans, or it might be a Bosman, then we'll have to try and do that. So... Really revealing on the on the transfer strategy that clearly, clearly he's had that talk, hasn't he? And that's what he's got still. I mean, it's it's, it's bad, isn't it? Um, yeah. Again, Goldston, I think, is dependent. So we understand, as it was in the summer, I think he was here ready to sign by all accounts. But Brighton um, had a deal for a centre half that fell through, so he went back. I think he has played. He has played for Brighton this season. Played at what? So again, I think day, it's yeah. a case of Brighton getting a centre back in, and then potentially, you know, I mean, we're we're desperate. <laughs> we're pretty pretty desperate, I, I would say. Um, which I may see. I mean, other links I saw we were linked to. Um, do, you want, do you want to do this now? Or um, let's what? wait until because these have all come since the game. There's just yeah. a couple before we go to Tommy Smith. Um, yeah. When asked about McGoldrick, um, he says the strangest things. Um, he's an obvious target. None of us want to lose him, but we'll see what happens. Which is, and when he said that, I'm like, oh crap, he's off then. Yeah. Um, again, seeing him yesterday. <sighs> One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. I don't know. <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he's he, and this is an odd one with McGoldrick. He's the only player. We have a lot of players out of, well, a good few first team players who are out of contract at the end of the season. But all these players, I think a bit like uh, Nudsen's just happened, have got this one-year option, which we haven't with McGoldrick. So, you know, yeah, if he's going to go go now, you may get a small fee for him, or we might as well. well. That's my take on it now. I'd hate to see him go, because again, you know how much I like him, and even even amidst all the dross yesterday, a few times in the first half, he did stuff, well, you think, oh, okay. Um, but, you know, again, yesterday, he didn't look to me on his second half, well, not many did, but he didn't really appear to be that interested to me. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see him move on, and if it's for a fee that we can get now, then fair enough, but who do you replace him with? Mm. So um, before the game yesterday, um, yeah. Now I've yes. had a look at Tommy Smith's Twitter account, and it does smack a little bit of that he's not actually. That's not him sending the tweets. There's a few uh-huh. kind of corporate looking tweets. But before mm. the game yesterday, Tommy Smith tweets, uh, "We go again. Come on, hashtag Come on, you blues. Yeah. Uh, hashtag FA Cup." So I will admit it doesn't look like he wrote that tweet, but then it breaks about lunchtime and you should have seen Statman's face when I told him he looked like he was going to cry bless him um so TWTD who pretty reliable on this stuff um yeah they don't seem to put it out there do they unless yeah so they announced that Smith is in the far reaches of finalizing a move with the Colorado Rapids and will not play today um Dave will address mixed comments on this after the game but just hypothetically at, you know, at this point before the game, I'm kind of like, what is going on now? Is this a yeah, complete again, clear out? Is, is this a bit, is this someone putting two or two together, making five again? Do you see Colorado managed by the ex New Zealand manager who only became, a, who only was appointed by Colorado in November? I wasn't aware of guy, that. Yeah, a guy called Anthony Hudson. So he, he's been New Zealand manager, the national manager for, I think, a fair few seasons, I think. Um, so he was appointed in November. So is this just people just, yeah, okay. This this looks quite a good fit. This looks quite a good story. Um 
I don't know. I mean, again, the manager comes out after the game yesterday and said he wasn't well. He was unwell. Well, was he unwell? Was his head not right? Because, you know, he's in the throes of this move. I, I don't know. don't mm. know. Tough one to call. I can see where stats coming from. You know, I, I just looked at looked at his stats. Um, 251 games, um, 20 starts, sorry, 23 goals. Um, came through the academy. Again, I'd be sorry to see someone like that. Sorry, someone like that depart. However, when Chambers and Webster are fully fit, he ain't going to play, is he? Very true. Very true. Right. So let's get down to Portman Road. Us and eleven thousand other Ipswich fans. Um, Unfortunate souls. So normally, Dave, we'd expect a a more reservey team than this, wouldn't we? Oh, it's a strong team, Ben. I think it was. Yeah, one of the strongest he could he could put out, really, other than, yeah, the two on the bench. OK, so Barton goal, I offer right back. Um, Kenlock left back. Now, Dave, you smarted me up on this. Chambers and Knudsen were centre-backs. They seem to start the opposite way round, but switch, I'll, I'll, switch yeah, over. Perhaps they forgot. I don't quite know what was happening. But after about four or five minutes, I was hang on. Why is Knudsen playing on the right of Chambers? Bizarre. So, and then they sort of looked at each other. Oh, hang on. Yeah, OK. So this is more of... Three, three, four, three, three, than a four, two, three, one. Just I think it was yesterday. Purely on the basis that Hyam doesn't quite get that far forward. So Connolly and Brew were holding. Hyam just in front of them pressing. Um, Selena then to the left, Sears to the right, and McGoldrick up front. Um, Chris Wilder makes eight changes for the Blades. I I like their three-five-two system. It's only really them and Wolves that do it. So Blackman's a first team, a Stearman, we know uh, the other centre-halves, Carter Vickers, who's on loan from Spurs. Spurs. Uh, yeah. Wright was the other centre-half. The wing-backs were Bulldog and God, I got in trouble with Lafferty and Lavery. I couldn't do oh, this. Yeah. So yeah, so Lafferty was the left wing-back. Um, then in midfield, there was kind of two sort of holding. It was Carruthers and da, 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 Basham. Tom. Who can play oh, centre back? Yeah. yeah, and then Thomas was a little bit in front of them with Sharp and Lavery, Lavery not Lafferty, up Lavery. front. Um, yeah, do we want to do this forensically, Dave? So going Does up to really the take too much. Go on. Going up to the first goal. Um, did you get a look at that? You weren't in your normal seat, were you? Did you get a look at the no, ball no, shout was, on five minutes? I was, I, was, I was at the far end up North Stand then. No, no. But Cham- um, Chambers did his usual jump 10 feet in the air when the ref didn't give it. I mean, he was pretty adamant it was a it was a handball. What he is, was quite what is close. This, what is this jumping thing? Why does oh, it, I don't know. it looks very childish, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Chambers um, heads Selena's corner at goal and big handball shout from him and some of the other players. I can't comment. I haven't seen a replay nope. of it. Um uh, Selena dribble and then a long range around the post and then Chambers with another chance-ish. A uh, couple of long range efforts and then leading up to the goal. And if you're going to take one thing from yesterday, this is a brilliant goal, wasn't it, Dave? <laughs> it was sort of high ball um, that was, I think it was the only thing he did all day. I guess he claimed an assist for that that was touched to, well, initially touched the lavery by by Thomas, Nathan Thomas. Um Touch back by Lavery, which I guess he gets an assist for that, but he was mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, I was, you worry about when, some, when one of our former players comes up against you and you think, oh, here we go, you know. But he, he wasn't very good at all. Um, took one touch. Well, I can't really say. Rifled one in the top left corner. I mean, what a... Well, sorry, top right corner from 20, 28 yards. What a hit. But 
may have got a very, very faint touch. You ain't saving that, Dave. You ain't saving what that one. Right, yeah. great hit, great hit. It's almost totally out of context. What? Where the hell did that come from? Can I do um, an Andy Gray? Can I do an Andy Gray impression, Dave? Not very good at Andy Gray. No. Oh, take a bow, son. Take a bow. Okay, you go on. Yeah. You could have two goalkeepers in there, and that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. No. Take a bow. Do you remember when Kevin, when Kevin Pressman scores the penalty for <laughs> every Wednesday against Wolves and he, he literally takes the goal out and puts it within a millimetre of the top corner? You could have yeah, two who goals. Hit, who would hit a harder penalty? Kevin Pressman or David Unsworth used to hit a hard Ooh, penalty, didn't he? Unsworth Net take a pen. I'm sure we're going to hear lots more about David Unsworth over the next few months. Anyway, um, so from this moment on, it had been, I'd say Ipswich was slightly on top up until the goal. And then... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we started all right. regress into this horrible um, pattern. Uh-huh. So I thought uh-huh. Sheffield United were, were pretty good. They This system's great because when, when you chuck your wing-backs back and your midfielders drop in, you've got three, two and three. It's hard to hard to play through and then they're quite brave in possession the wing backs get forward and the two centre backs one centre back goes forward and the other covers to make it a kind of back four type thing I thought Stearman was outstanding yesterday good player good player Um, so was there actually a shot on target yesterday from Ipswich oh my god Um, so let's (laughs) go to let's go straight to half time then Um, I've not really got much to say other than that and then the second half becomes this Kind dirge. of toxic, dirge. horrible, cold, no, it's horrible. It's horrible. Dirge, ben. punctuated by you know Bart some, and Chambers, the most reliable players we really. have. <laughs> yeah, and um, a lot of Sheffield United lining up in their defensive position, and Ipswich not having any quality to either thread the ball through, play a cross, take a long shot, and follow it in. There was one. Them. There was one. One really good bit of play where Connolly wins the ball. Who I, I thought, and I, I know you said yesterday, I thought he was probably marginally just about our best player yesterday. Connolly wins the ball and feeds it to um, sort of in the right side of the box to Selina, who sort of yeah digs out a good cross, and Connolly follows his pass in, and he just sort of gets under it. That was, that was the best bit of play all day, really. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And for all of that, Sheffield United. Um, I mean, we gave them a couple of the chances, but they did play through a couple of times. They, I mean, Basham at the end of the first half had a good chance, and then Spun, um, uh, Lavery and Slater both had chances, and Bulldog got in on the overlap and tried to do part on his near post. Yeah. Um, um, and then, I mean, my, you know, my take. I mean, it, then it got to the sort of like the gallows humour at about 80 minutes. I made a note where the Sir Bobby started chanted, "We we want a shot. We want a shot." Let's pretend then, we've had a shot. Yeah, and then the usual five no, remember, minutes later, Remember, we, we're on YouTube now. So. No, I know. Your Nick McCarthy, your football is uh, yeah, not we're, very good. We're um, frog and <coughs> soft. Um, yeah, lots of lots of nasty chance. Um, Dave, is there anything in the fact that when it gets to about 75, 80 minutes, Mick desperately doesn't want a replay... Is that why he doesn't make a substitution? I think it must have been yesterday. I mean, I I, I made a point of that. I sort of get not risking Garner. I mean, he's you know, he, the way he plays, he's been in the wars. Apparently, according, again, according to Mick, he's been carrying some sort of knee injury since he's been here, I think. So, can get that. But he's been bigging up this kid from Ireland. All right, he's only 19. But what's not to lose? What's, what's, yeah, what's, what's to lose? Cup match. Um, 20 minutes to go. Throw him on. He doesn't Sears want to... He doesn't want a 1-1 draw, though, does he? But I, Well, OK, but even so, come on. At least that would give the crowd a lift. 
you know, yeah. seeing a new boy, he's been bigging him up. Oh, here's our new signing. All right, 100 grand, whatever he's got. Let's see what he's got. Throw him on. Um, Sears was, I'm sorry, you know, we said you can't defend the defence. He was terrible yesterday. Um, so, you know, get him on, bring off Sears, give him a run. But no, um, and I think you probably hit the nail on the head there. Doesn't want a replay. Well, we he achieved that quite well yesterday. Okay, we got so much to disseminate. <laughs> so it really did end up really awful in Toxic. the ground. Yeah, yeah, do you want to give me a... So I agree with you. Can we go for Connolly for Ipswich Starman? Yeah, I thought he was good. And he, he got pretty pretty nasty sort of bang in the face first half as well, didn't he? Seemed, I, mean, I, I guess it was like, no, you, you probably saw this better than me. Nosebleed or whatever he had. Yeah, he I was could, sort of I off and back on and then off again. towel on it most of the yeah, time. Yeah, so, you know... Yeah, he's, he's just a good player, isn't he? Or, you know, he's never going to beat two or three people and score a wonderful goal, but he's quite effective. Um, very seldom gives the ball away. So well organized. Well, he looks a prem, you know, sort of Premier Academy player. Looks a well organized player, doesn't he? He's been he's been good for us, I think. Um, what do you think, Carruthers for Sheffield United? I had oh, Stearman. I had. I thought he's brilliant. Yesterday. Okay. I know we played into his hands a bit. I thought he was great yesterday. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, Carruthers was good too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sammy Carruthers was good. Um, sharp. Yeah, didn't do much really. Yeah, but I thought Stearman is yeah, very good. Okay, so um, and the press who've been good this week, Brenner and Stuart Watson and Phil Ham, asking some pretty, pretty good, yeah. in, being respectful and polite, but still asking yeah. decent questions. Too direct. Yeah. So Brenner goes straight in and asks about the performance, and this just flabbergasted me how he didn't criticise them. Um, I've just been yeah, asked correct. if I was unhappy with the performance. No, I'm no. not unhappy with the performance. I'm unhappy with the result. I, um, Odd. a lot of people think I defend Mick, you know, ridiculously. Yeah. But even me, as a pro Mick guy, was going, "Oh come on, Mick, you've got to, you've got to give us some kind of critique." Yeah. Yeah. yeah and... No, it was, it was, it was just horrible yesterday. Um, and I, I yeah, I, I just don't. And again, he can, he can bang on as much as you like about well, you know, our midfield. It was a patch up midfield, one thing and another. But I'm sorry, you know, after they scored and, you know, certainly the second half, it was just no passion there. You know, again, I've said it before, players don't players don't go out to have a bad game or be late. You know, players are trying. Of course, play, you know, people around there are saying, oh, McGoldrick was perhaps not in trip, But, you know, McGoldrick, sometimes we've said this before about McGoldrick. That's just how he plays, isn't he? He has a, a shoulder, shrug, he shrugs his shoulder and, you know, he doesn't appear to be. But of course he's trying and stuff. But... I don't know. It was a whole atmosphere yesterday. There was people, you know, I, I know sat behind me. Yes, I sat in slightly different seats yesterday and people sitting behind me who don't usually go. I think half time, five minutes before half time. So oh, this is rubbish. Off to the bar, literally 10 minutes to go. They're, they're gone, you know, mm. that's had enough. And I think I one of the big telltale signs is Mick, um, for whatever you say, is one of the best in-game managers I've seen. And he was just stood still for the last 30 minutes, did, wasn't he? Did you say he did that? At Fulham as well. Was it Fulham you said that? Um, I wasn't aware of that at uh, Fulham. Okay, maybe no. someone else said it. Oh, well, you know, clearly it was a cup match. He could see we weren't, you know, we could have been there all evening and we weren't really going to go back. I mean, to be fair, he threw Waghorn on and for a time Waghorn put a, you know, there was a little bit of urgency there when Waghorn came on for a bit, but even he got dragged down into it really. Um, yeah, good to see. I mean, I know you've got an opinion on him, but I guess nice to see Haim back for an hour again. He didn't contribute. He was very energetic. Um, yeah, again, one or two fairly, um, let's say, robust, 
robust challenges. Um, so from his point of view, yeah, as an Ipswich boy, it's good to see him back. I guess. Dave, you just um, need just need bodies. I'll I'll even take another Luke body at the moment. Yeah, he's another body. Um, still, what gets me? What the hell is going on with Addy Amy? No one says anything. He's like disappeared off the face. Mm. He doesn't say anything in press about him, does he? He never comes up. What's going on? It's no almost. Sp- I won't. I won't go there, but. Do you remember when, you know, for, well, that first, till after his initial burst, Stuart just went missing for like yeah, two well, months. We, we all know where it went. Well, I know, there, I'm not, and I'm not yeah, saying, yeah. Don't, don't, and we know Eddie Amy's injured, but there was a silence then. Okay, there was good reason for that. But this is, it's ridiculous. What, what's going on with him? Got injured in a warm up, by all accounts. Odd. Hmm. Yeah, and if he um, got subsequently injured in training or something like that, we'll come out and say. Um, okay, right. Before we get Sorry. into Mick and Marcus um, we're going to go to the tweets I just got one more on the negative chance McCarthy says um, it's only been waiting it's only been in the background and it's never gone away I think they're a bit sick of the same old and they want a change don't they I guess that's understandable but for the moment that's not happening what I don't know Ben I don't know I got I'll, let's get to well let's go for the tweets and get yeah to the let's lead do the game. tweets it's a take on this I think so, um, yeah, I tried to be specific with the question. So what the question I tweeted out was, after yesterday, how are you feeling about the rest of the season? And first of all, we'll say thank you for the absolute deluge of responses. But yeah, secondly, sorry that we're not going to be able to read them all out. So, Dave, do you want to respond at the end? And I'll just try and um, get through all of these. So uh, Ipswich, Steve, um, the more the mixed saga drags on, the worse the season is going to be now. In my opinion, Evan's biggest flaw is giving managers too long and it just become painful for everyone involved now. Hopeful of news coming out of the club today that Mick has gone. Um, Mullet, uh, it's very clear he's cleaning house and that's fine. If he's bringing in loans to coast through the season and give someone a clean slate, that's commendable. Given he's had the club up for sale before Mick got here, it's more likely the next guy has to secede instantly. Um Noel, feel really sorry for McCarthy because of the midfield injury situation. After the Forest game, I thought we were just starting to make good progress, but these injuries yep. have ruined the season. Uh, not McCarthy's fault. Must replace Sears, Brew and Ward. That's harsh, Noel. Um, uh, replacing them with quality. Uh, Cobbold Massive. Um, firstly, Mick can write off with his comments about the game yesterday. He can write off about telling Tommy Smith he needs to look for another club. And he can write off right for playing the most boring football I've ever seen. Marcus Evans is at two. Um, Joe uh, Joe Fez, who was excellent on the Naked Football Show. Yeah, please he was brilliant, down, Joe. Please download yeah. that if you haven't yeah, listened good. to it. Uh, Disillusion, change is required, although it's quite likely that it doesn't halt downwards trajectory. What is Evans doing? No clear and decisive leadership being shown. Club is floundering. Um, uh, Blue Blood ITFC, it's all about the new man. In prep, I've sent this to Marcus Evans' group to help guide and inform the selection of the future Ipswich manager. The attributes are backed with my own empirical evidence collected yesterday. Uh, <laughs> limited sample acknowledged. Any comments, welcome. Um, so check that out on Twitter. Uh, Craig, spotlight now on Evans. Uh, people have had enough of Milne's empty words. 
need organ grinder to speak up and not with management speak back of fag packet plans problem is the longer malaise the more likely the next appointment is mick light rather than young forward thinking yeah thanks craig's good one uh richard says concern is building with the events often on the pitch attention rightly shifting to evans and a lack of plan mick's role and future has to be called into question too zero shots on targets against the divisional rival second string not good enough couple more dave um little melon man says it's all about style for me style of play and of managerial interaction with fans i've supported ipswich for 40 plus years many as a season ticket holder mick out has turned me into someone who can't be bothered my children want to go i don't want to go because they're bored look there's i've got like another 10 of them but i'll just go on for ages thank you everybody who tweeted yeah. and i'm just literally scrolling so, through them um check uh at blue monday itfc um so dave the the same question to you and why did it because i've been quite positive most of the season and i took a bit of a swing yesterday why was why was yesterday so symbolic I think it was just it, it was just leading up to it, Ben. I mean, I've got a point. Yeah, I think it all changed pretty much after the Reading game. So we played, we had a good win over Forest. Um, I think we then did we then lose at Borough? Was was that before? Possibly in between, we lost at Borough. Good win at home to Reading. You know, two 0 fairly comfortable. Then we went to Wolves, and you went to Wolves, and you you came away fairly heartened by that. You yeah. said, yeah, it was one nil, but look, we weren't completely destroyed by him. Yes, they're a nice, yeah, you know, they're probably going to romp it, which we, but we weren't completely destroyed by him, and we did show a little bit more. Um, and there was just horrible QPR, horrible Derby. <laughs> Not horrible, but just so much better. Outplayed, and then, yeah. yeah, and then Fulham outplayed, and then you know you look for you look for a lift. We know his record in the cut. I was thinking, me and you went to the last time we were in the fourth round. I think me and you went, and that was Southampton away, 2010. Last time we appeared in the fourth round of the cut. It's just dire, and you know people were looking at yesterday and thinking, okay, looks on paper we're playing their reserves. On, on, looks like we've got a half decent side out, which we had. Um, Let's let's just get in the draw for the next round. Let's just give. And you give might get Norwich. You might hope. get Arsenal at home or something. Absolutely, yeah. it's gone. You know, something else is snatched away. It's gone. Um, and, and yeah, I think I think that's basically it. You know, and you said goals are dried up. You know, the last what four games, Garner's got two goals from Waghorn set pieces. Um, should he go now? I don't know. Should he go now? You know, God. three weeks left of the transfer window. Next week. They say yesterday was seminal. Next week could be a sem- you know next Saturday could be a seminal game. Basically, if we lose to lose, leads to lose. If we lose to Leeds, um, that that puts us what ten points away from the playoffs, possibly ten points out. That is a seminal game. You couldn't have had a worse game, really. Mm. Leeds um, coming here, five thousand fans. Let, let me give you let me give you my take, Dave, from a from a pro Mick kind of. Um, because I'm um, one of the few guys who actually likes him. Um, so like. I was going into the transfer window thinking, okay, what's going to happen? Are we going to sell Bart for four million? We're yeah. going to get some long in the tooth goalie replacing him, and we're going to sign. Ain't got a problem with that. Yeah, we're going to sign another player, get our injured players back, have a good season. Mick's going to sign a new contract, and Evans is going to give him some more money. And we're going to get out some more of the old players and put in some of the new the players. Deck. Right. Yeah. And I think the, do you know what, rather than on the pitch, it's, it's the transfer stuff that's terrifying me because um, like for the first time, it's kind of like, hang on a minute. So you're going into the transfer thing. Okay. Look, Bart's a good player. Fine. That, that makes some sense. Um, 
more, well, you know, no ambition. Could have kept him around and used him as a squad guy, but no, we want to cash in and clear the yeah. decks. Um, McGoldrick, well, he's a well, he's a good player. He could go, but then then you get the Tommy Smith thing as well, and you're like, hang on a minute, this is actually this could be a clear out, and then you get mixed comment. Um, well, what was his words? Someone to help out. Well, if I'm if I'm invested in a job that I'm doing, I'm not looking for someone to help out. I'm looking for a long term you know, kind of, and it just made me think for the first time uh, yesterday, look, he's, he's done. He's, ben, he's got 20 more, effectively, he's got 20 more games. Surely he's not going to be here this time next season. But what's so the, is this not the now the time in this, sorry? What's the plan? What's the strategy? So, so is, do you not agree? This is now the time with like two and a half weeks left in the window. He goes, get someone else in. Yeah. Gradually clear the decks, get someone else in. Get some, get, you know, hopefully get some players in, players follow um, and take it from there, you know, and build for next season. Well, I probably something along those lines. Let me, give you, let, well, let me give you another, let me give you another scenario. This this could well happen um, and might be a bit more sensible than doing it there. That they're going to they're going to clear out. They're going to take McGoldrick off the wage bill. They're going to cash in on Bart. They're going to get more out. They're going to raise, I don't know, two million, which the new guy's going to get in the summer they're going to get up to 55 points with mick and then they'll mutual consent it and bring because this is the, the problem i've got dave is if mick is going to go and they are clearing out like you said as soon as the transfer window's closed and if there's not a possibility of being relegated get get a new get get a new guy in and you yeah. know start yeah. start your new project but i mean I, guys i mean you just look at the managers out there karanka Monk, Warburton, um, Mark Hughes. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's bad. You know, Steve, he's Steve Evans. I mean, Steve, love him. Um, I mean, <laughs> Ian oh, Holloway, Lee Johnson, Sandy Ball, Sandy Ball bag. I oh, know, <laughs> sorry, no, he's doing quite a good job. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, even give, I don't know, it's happened, you give bloody clue a chance with Nash or someone. I, I just don't know. Something radical has got to happen to this club. That Something seismic's got to happen. I don't know. I really don't know, Ben. Um, and I don't think half the people out there know that people wish for wish for stuff. But Christ knows. I don't know. What was interesting yesterday? What was very interesting yesterday? Burley was on life's a pitch. And I know, before you get excited, and he was very good. And, um, you know, your man. Um, no, it, was, no, it wasn't G-Mate. It was Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy said, so, George, you know, if the opportunity arise, would you come back? Love to come back, but he did preface that. He said, I'll be back in a shot. Words of fair, still live around here, love the area, love to come back, but not as manager. He said, I'm too he, long. He doesn't want to go now. on the road, does he? Yeah. Too long and a tooth to be a manager. But hey, you know, you'd have someone back, someone from within the club manager with him as, say, director of football, wouldn't you? Would you? <sighs> and the fans would, the fans would, I'm sure the fans would love that. It depends. The, the thing is, Dave, unless. Um... If the spending and the transfer policy is going exactly. to stay the same, then gonna come. you're going to have gonna want it. you're going to have to go for someone who's literally going to go right. Okay, I'm going to put Dazelle when you know when he's back. I'm just going to yeah. play all these young players and just try well, then, and then, try then, and build the team. And then you say, look, okay, we're not going to spend any money. We're just going to go for young players and try and sell them all. on. If you go for that, and I know he's an academy and he, he's entrenched in the academy. Shit, I'd go for some. Sorry, I'd go for Clue. And get, say, Burley in as director of football. Do it. 
if he's going to play the youngsters, is he going to play the likes of what a midfield? Downs, Dazelle, Nydam. Do you think for it? Do you think the emphasis is going to rightly shift from Mick to Evans pretty soon? Because this is the thing: everyone can everyone can moan at Mick all they like, but the second he walks out the door, who are they going to moan at then? Well, and it's that, it's that, you know, it's always that, and I'm not going to say it. You know what that saying is, and to be again this season more than more than ever to be fair to the manager, the injuries have been diabolical. I mean, who's to say? Who's to say, Dizelle? 20 games in, 24 games in, all right, he might not have played every game. I, 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 even that evidence of the first half, he was there for the Birmingham game, even that first half, he could be magnificent now, bossing that midfield. It's just Emma Hughes, brilliant Forrest. You know, he came in for, what was his Sheffield Wednesday, you know, that you know, that created the goal there. Forrest, he was brilliant, probably man of the match, I thought, against Forrest. He's out long season. You know, Bishop comes back, shows some promise. He's out for this. It is just ridiculous. Adi Amy, right, Dave, is ridiculous. it is it is it broke beyond? Because I've I've always kind of argued for Mick that you know he does good transfers in game. He's very he good. Um, there's few more experienced people who you'd want running your club. But is it broke beyond repair now? And Ben, you can't knock his transfers. You know, uh, in the close season, you know, Wangle yeah, and Dave, Garner. What brilliant. about this doomsday scenario brilliant. of um, Bart goes out? <laughs> Not replaced, so it's Gherkin in with Crow on the bench. Uh, McGoldrick sold to slash the wage bill. Not replaced. Um, I mean, look, they need a... If Smith, we don't know... You know, we didn't address Mick's comments. He said he was poorly and um, he didn't know anything about it. If Smith goes, they need a centre-half before Saturday. Well, it could be that Goldson will come. You don't know. Brighton may... No. You, you just okay, don't know, but potentially you're, you're looking at four players out and, and one in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that well, sounds that sounds dreadful, mate. That sounds dreadful. We're not. I I still say with our games we've got coming up, our next three. Look, the rest of the month here. So we've got what we got. We've got Leeds at home. We've got Bolton away. Well, that's not going to be easy. We've got <laughs> Wolves at home. I can see nil points there. And no, tell don't. you what, look at those teams below us. Certainly the bottom three, Sunderland apart to a degree. They're all picking up points. Dave, not, what, we what not, I will say, Leeds. We're not are, out of the woods, Dave. Yet, mate. Lead, Leeds are fluffy. If you get Garner, oh, no, okay. if you get Garner on, you get Waghorn on. Ben, uh, ben, I'm sorry, well, McGoldrick's not what, injured. Take him out of the team. Get Ward. Also, oh, I'll tell you Ward what did happen. I'll get on to Leeds in a minute because something else. I don't know if you. They just got beaten the cup and something significant happened in that game. Did um, Pont, did Pontus Janssen leave? No, Say's got sent off. Oh, okay, interesting. 90, straight red, 90 plus one. Came on a sub, 75 minutes. <laughs> I mm. bet he was happy with that. They got beat, and he got he got sent off for a straight red, 90 plus one. But or Dave, something. sorry, the one. Can we just sorry. talk? Can we just no no? Can we talk about the Norwich factor? Because I was quite happily trotting along, thinking, okay, nine, ninth him. place finish, finish above Norwich, and the chance of beating them, you know. I dread that's, I don't look forward and that's to that. Kind of, that's kind of all we've got left now, isn't it? If, if, well, this, if, this if is, we lose the lead. And also, if this transfer window plays out in the worst possible way. Do you remember the last one ending and Dominic Samuel on loan was the was oh, the we got Emma Hughes it. in, though, didn't we? We got Hughes Have we in. got him already at that point? No, I don't think so. I think oh, he okay, was last day as well. So, yeah. you know, that was that. Yeah, ultimately, that was good. Um, yeah. yeah, you can see that. I mean, like I said, that's why I checked. Oh, Christ, they're two points behind when I did the midweek roundup. And that's why I checked their fixtures. I wasn't getting totally besotted with it. But I thought, hang on, you know. So there's some difficult games. But, hey, say, Christ, worst case scenario. And I know we, I know we shouldn't worry about anyone else. Worst case scenario, say they win five of those six games. They're going to be up in the playoffs, mate. And they've done it before. That would just be 
Oh, don't even want to think about it. Don't even want to think about it. Okay, um, what we do want you to do, though, is we want you listeners to think about it. And we've had a lot of brilliant of tweets today. So um, tweet us at Blue Monday ITFC. Obviously, this is going to change day by day during January, yeah, depending on who goes out and who comes in. And I just want to come on the pod, Dave, at the end of the month and say that the transfer window wasn't a complete disaster and a massive net loss. Do you know what I mean? That'll only, that, that'll really only happen if I think. But then it doesn't look it's going to be fees because if, if he's saying if he's coming out with what he's saying, it's going to be loans and freebies and stuff like that. Um, is, he, is, that is that on the basis that Bart isn't going to be sold or is that on the basis that Bart's going to be sold? And any of that money is just going to be invested on loans and wages, mm. you know, loans and freebies. Oh, I, no fees, you know. I, so I then, don't know. Dave, then even if Crystal Palace don't take Bart, they're hardly doing a very good job of saying, no, Crystal Palace are interested in Bart. He's not for sale. He's not leaving. They're, you know, they're, they're, hardly, they're hardly warning no, anybody off who's going to come with five million. Anyway, look, Dave, we're going long. Let's get on to the NASDAQ. Um, so follow, NASDAQ. follow James, yeah, a bit of light relief. Follow yeah. James Dak underscore 99. He has two bets per week. Um, bit of a bit of a cup week for him um i'm feeling confident this week you think the nasdaq is i think the nasdaq's up um imaginative first bet dave ipswich town <laughs> oh, to no. win either half nasdaq's down dave didn't have a shot on target sorry <laughs> right. james your team let you down um and he had a treble oh. of leicester to win at fleetwood nil nil um <laughs> chelsea to win at norwich nil nil <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday to win at Carlisle, nil-nil. Now, do you remember? Do you remember last week if James had done the reverse, he would have had him, if he'd have bet on all those to be nil-nil, he'd have made a fortune. Mate, he'd have, we'd, 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 well, we'd be retiring. Fantastic. Right, James, back to league games next week. But give James a follow on um, on Twitter at jamesdack underscore ninety nine. He's a good guy and he puts a lot of effort yes. into um, yeah, tweeting that every week. So give him a follow. Um, I saw him yesterday, Dave, the Renegade Statman. Shall we um, Shall we hear what he has to say about events and his stat of the week? Um, easy, guys. Loving the YouTube vids, stat. Ben. And I'm sorry I kept you in the pub too long Saturday afternoon. Even oh, where'd stat- you go? Where'd, where'd, where'd you meet? Um, the, oh, I don't know, a pub in between his house and the football ground. <laughs> I can't tell you what it was called. And um, they, no. they looked at me all funny when I, when I went in. Oh, not the Dove. Dove? No, I don't know the um, Right, anyway, um, he, did, he did say, Ben, you must read my read my emails out without stopping every two seconds. <laughs> so we, Sorry, we've stat. broken that wall. Um, even the stat machine is getting fed up. Ipswich being knocked out of the third round of the FA Cup. I forced it to go one place, then another, but it wasn't having any of it and gave me the stat machine equivalents of the Kino stare. After a while, I promised that if we find a stat about Saturday's game that no one else will have it and have and it relented sorry sorry statman um so we know mick hasn't won an fa cup game whilst at town we know our last win in the fa cup was away at blackpool in 2010 we even know that the attendance for sheffield united was the fifth lowest home fa cup attendance for ipswich in their history third round matches onwards um but did you know that ipswich haven't kept a clean sheet in the fa cup for 15 games the last clean sheet ipswich kept in what was once dubbed the world's greatest cup competition was back in January 2009. Jim Magilton's side beating Lee Richardson's Chesterfield 3-0 in the uh, 15 FA Cup. Since then, uh, the clean sheet Ipswich have conceded 3-1-2-7. 3-2-1-3-1-1-2-2-1. 
and won a total of 32 goals. Are the club creating unwanted FA Cup history with not keeping a clean sheet? Yes, they are. 15 games without an FA Cup clean sheet is, in fact, a joint club record. The only other time this occurred was between 1959 to 1965. So let's fast forward to 2019 and uh, Mick McCarthy's Ipswich have just lost 1-0 at home to Gateshead you know it could happen peace out renegade statman follow him on twitter at chompx3 Dave do you want to talk some Leeds dirty Leeds 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 yeah I mean they're in sixth currently um, they had a up to the other week their record was very similar to us uh, they're 113 drew four lost nine they got 43 points your, your fave Kemar Roof top scorer 10 with two assists um, Saiz, who appeal aside, probably won't be there next week. Um, nine, five assists, and then there's six and four. Um, I mean, you went to the first game. Good performance, first game. It was a good game. It was one of your yeah. favourite games of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, so we lost 3-2, and we love Bart, but he threw one over the goal line there for an own goal, didn't he? And then um, their keeper, that, that Viedvold, didn't cover himself in any glory, oh, did he? he was well, he just, he just couldn't kick. Who's the big um, German forward that they've got? up front he looked he looked a bit the of a Saga. handful yeah the Saga, the, isn't the it? yeah i don't um, think he's a regular but dave this, this was the game that switched mick to 4231 because it had mm. been 442 the whole season then and he saw alioski saiz and hernandez and matched up for the remaining yeah. games i think they're fluffy i think you can get up yeah their last two well, their last two league games they haven't scored they lost one nil away at uh, birmingham um nil nil at home to forest and like today big big cup shock um lost 2-1 to two late goals from newport newport county first of which was a frank noble deflection no it wasn't <laughs> yeah it was yeah but not given to him it was pretty it was a proper deflection it was given as a shaughnessy own goal they made nine changes and the only regulars that started were from last game out against forest with berardi the left back and He's a decent player, that Calvin Phillips. Um, Saeed straight red on 90 plus one. Um, I mean, they're quite good. They're quite free-flowing, aren't they? Again, I think they give you a chance. That's what I mean. They you do. say fluffy. Yeah. I think they'll give you a chance. Um, like Jensen, I like, like him. Oh, really center. good player, yeah. Quality, any. Um, and he's, as is Cooper, I think, the local yeah, man. I think yeah, I really like him, actually, good. Yeah. And quite a flowing midfield. I've got that side. Well, if you won't play that. Alioski's been doing the business. And Hernandez and Kimo Rufo. I know you liked it. Um, at Oxford, uh, who was at Oxford last season. Um, it's going to be good Saturday. They're bringing 5,000. They're taking the whole of the top of the um, the cobalt stand. So whatever, it'll be a great atmosphere. Yeah, they well, always can I give you always a, Yeah, can I give you a positive scenario? We get we Go get on. we get Garner back. We get you know Skews back in the team. Connolly, yep. you know. Yep. I think McGoldrick's going to have to play though if Ward's not around. So Selena, it'll be Selena Waghorn and McGoldrick. Um, I don't know some kind of centre half comes in I um, have a new playmaking midfielder in by then Ben yep um, <laughs> I saw tonight we were linked with um, I don't know if you've just seen TWTD a couple of hours ago not a playmaking midfielder but I love it Tom Bradshaw but are we in the are we in the uh, in the in, a, in the in the room for another um, another forward probably not but uh, yeah um, Dave they need a centre-back I don't care how old he is or who who he is they need they need Danny Collins or Matt Elliott or what have you. Just need get Matt Elliott warrior warrior. Yeah, just get somebody get somebody in. Yeah, to... I think I think you're right. If I mean it looks like it's going to come too soon for um for Webster. Um, I mean Achilles that could be like a rumble on for Christ knows how long. You know. Um, yeah, it'll be good. I'm quite looking forward to that game because you know they'll try and play football. It'll be whatever. It'll be a good atmosphere, won't it? Even if we're 
you know, with 5,000 Leeds fans, that'd be good. A bit similar to Lincoln in the Cup last year. It was good. You know, it was, you know for us, we didn't play brilliantly, but good atmosphere, wasn't it? It will. Let's hope there is something more because that felt very, very depressing yesterday. And Dave? Could be a seminal game. As I say, Leeds, we get tucked up by Leeds next Saturday at home, Ben. Sorry, pointing. Um, we're out of the playoffs, mate. Playoffs gone, well, season gone. Even more so, Dave, just stuff off the pitch could happen you know yeah. really important anyway look we've gone very very long it's uh, 72 72 minutes in um we hope you think we've been balanced today um you can follow us on facebook.com slash blue monday itfc and we're going to try and make some improvements to make that platform a bit more fun so watch this space on that one on youtube now so this podcast is going to be on youtube um before it goes on to Acast and um, iTunes and whatnot. So you can subscribe. Um, it's on my page, so I'm Benjamin Bloom. Um, and also, there's been three videos this weekend. We've got the match reviews, uh, match experience and stuff like that. So there's a lot of lot of YouTube comment. We're, we're doing a lot that way. Um, we were thinking about moving the release to the morning, but um, long-term listener Kev Dave, <laughs> who works he works nights and listens yeah, at midnight. Yeah, totally Totally mess him up, isn't it? Yeah, totally so we're gonna we're gonna keep we'll we'll keep the yeah. pod audio at midnight. Just, but I just think, for you, Matt. I Matt, think, did you say Kev? I think the way um, streaming is now, it's very easy to listen on YouTube. Isn't yeah. It? Um, and on Twitter, if you go to at Blue Mando ITFC, you'll find uh, my Twitter and Dave's Twitter and Statman's yeah. Twitter, and you can also buy t-shirts there Dave have you got something in your hand I thought you were going to wave a t-shirt I have I wasn't going to wave a t-shirt I'm just going to cheer everybody up now this was a game just before we end this is a game that we um that we covered on um on the this week in ITFC history me and stat and just to cheer everybody up see we were once we were once quite good this is 40 years ago and it is the program from Ipswich 3 Barcelona nil um I just sort of found it on the shelf up there um <laughs> and a Barcelona team including at number six, Johan Naiskins. And at number nine, don't know if you can see that, Johan Cruyff. So we were quite good at some point, Ben. Look, Lovely cheer stuff. up, everybody. That was, good times will come back. That was like when David Brent <laughs> finds inside paper on his on his thing. Oh, <laughs> this old thing. It's just, it's just I found oh, that. Yeah. Found that laying around, yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, give us a follow on Twitter. Um, let us know if you've got any feedback with the uh, new YouTube platform. We, we had a lot of um, nice comments last week. So, um, Dave, we're going to be more cheerful. Um, do you want to do the sign-off this week? Yeah, yeah. We had some nice comments and some other comments who called me Specky Four Eyes. <laughs> so, you know. But hey, you know I got broad shoulders. I think it was I think I think they called me that. I think it was Tim. Oh, Tim's a good was, guy. Yeah. It was Tim is a good guy. But yeah, and I think it was a result of some something I said about um about uh, I won't or I can't say it now about small people. So oh, okay. Maybe Tim was a bit touchy. Maybe Timothy is is one of those that fall into that category. I'm not sure. But anyway. Yes. Cheers, cheers, Ben. Let's hope for a much better week. Let's hope for some positive transfer news this week, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. 
Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.